rescued from the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Ben, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the usual podcast. Podcast where we discuss Star Wars, The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. How you doing, buddy? Uh, looks like we're switching jobs because hello and welcome to episode 83 of the usual podcast. The podcast where we discuss Star Wars, The Old Republic, Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Will, and with me is my co-host, Marshall. Yeah, so that's not canon. Or even a thing. That's one take Will right there. Yeah, one take Will, bro. Here's the thing. I... Oh, it's been a long night. Anyway, here we are, and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. Uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking the non-alcoholic Diet Yeah, Pepsi. I was about to say I get to make fun of you for not living up to the very premise of our very show. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I got a bit of a headache today. Are you, though? Are no, you sorry? Really. You're not sorry. No. You- anyway, I am enjoying a brand new brew. Um, and I'm excited to talk about it. It is um, Sierra Nevada every year does a different beer. Right. Uh, and now is beer camp time is what I like to call Ooh. it. And it is a golden IPA. They're spring seasonal. And it's uh, it's just a crisp golden lager that's uh, quite delicious. Refreshing. So you know this one time at beer mm, camp? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> it's been too long. We haven't done this in a while. How about we make it longer? I'm leaving. <laughs> so, are you going or you're not going? No, that's, okay. that's where you just input a door closing sound. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's a lot of editing. So, before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, and Instagram. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. Uh, please take the time to give us a positive rating on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, all those kind of things. Give us positive ratings and like us. Love us. Yep. Share us. I tweet. Sometimes I put things on Facebook. Nobody seems to care, but I do it anyway. I care. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Uh, So we do have the timestamps in the show notes for non-Swill Tour fans. This is our first show of 2016. 17. Hello. 2017. 2017, 2017, dude. Um, Time to let go of 2016. Thank God. I know. We got a lot to talk about this week. Um, It's been a few weeks since we've done this. Actually, it should have only been, uh, for our listeners, it really only should have been a week. It should have been. And um, uh, my apologies for that. Um, I had a death in the family. I had to go out of town. Uh, my grandfather passed. And so that was just something I had to deal with. Um, so really, instead of recording last week, I left town and braved the elements. It was stormy, stormy, stormy. Drove from Fort Bragg to Pasadena and back um, in a couple days. And that was it was a pretty gnarly time. But uh, in all honesty, I'm, ba- I'm glad to be back. And I'm sorry for the extra week off. Yeah, it's uh, it was nuts. Yeah, dude. I mean, thunder and lightning last night. We had, you know, crazy winds for a couple of days. Crazy and winds. Snow up up just north of us. It's crazy. Anyway, so we're dealing with it. And I know we don't have it as bad as, you know, folks in the Midwest and the and No, the but South you got to remember, stuff, but, you know, it's, we live on the coast of California. Yeah. So, like, we don't really get that much inclement weather. We get a lot of wind and a lot of fog and Indeed. stuff. But when, you know, you're living literally, like, I live... A few hundred yards from the the edge of a bluff, <laughs> yeah, and you start getting fifty to sixty mile an hour winds. You're like, am I you going? Feel the, it. You're like, am I going in the water? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and and um, anyway, so like I said, uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, we actually had a day off yesterday. We had a sort of a snow day. I know they closed down our schools because <laughs> of the windstorm. Yeah, so um, you know, 
everything's kind of balancing out, so it's all good. Um, but I am super stoked to be back. We got tons to talk about, so shall we get into uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic? Yeah, let's and, get into and, it. And and I told myself as of 2017, the bumpers would be different. Um, <laughs> they're not going to be different this week, but I have some pretty exciting stuff I want to talk about in the very beginning of. The SWOTOR section. So if you plan on jumping around, stick around for the beginning of the SWOTOR section because we might have some changes to how we do the show. Awesome. Coming up. So hang in me, hang in with us for, <laughs> for our, our, our regular bumper. Pew pew. Not yet. That's too early. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share. All of this with you, if you will only kneel. I'm kneeling to the weather gods. Thank you for being nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> to actually, some. It was a nice day today. Yeah, it was nice today. All right, man. So uh, let's get to Star Wars: The Old Republic. Um, the very first thing um, I want to talk about. Um, it's been a few weeks since we've talked about Swotor news. There's enough podcasts out there to where if we rehash what happened two and a half weeks ago and stuff like that. Eh, well, plus it's been get, it's been holiday break and you right. know Swotor and Bioware take off time. Too. And it's been it's been pretty slow news wise. So basically, what we're going to talk about this week is the latest live stream, which happened last week. Yep, on uh, January fifth, and also we'll talk about our weekend game. And in our community shout out section, we have an announcement to make. Yeah. I feel do. like, I feel like we should do like a bad feeling where they do the beep, 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 beep. <laughs> they had like the little air, air horn for a bit there. I wish I had that. I don't have that sound effect. I don't let work in a studio like some people. I know. Right? Um, anyway, it is what it is, but we have become influencers, sir. Well, we've always been influencers, but <laughs> we are official <laughs> Swotor influencers. Yeah, indeed. Um, we have nothing to show for that right now. No. Um, it's very, very early on, but I just want to say all our smack talk and stuff paid off. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, we love Eric, and um, we've been emailing back and forth, so we're going to figure some stuff out. We have a couple of cool ideas. Um, one, we are going to do a contest uh, probably next week, starting next week. Yep. Um, and so stay tuned in that uh, for that. I'm waiting to h- hear what prizes and stuff we have before we say it. Should be exciting. Yeah, we have a, we have a pretty cool idea for um, something to kind of tie in our love of general pop culture and geek culture and with SWOTOR. So yes. I think it'd be kind of cool since we're not just a solely SWOTOR podcast. Um, so there's that. And then also, um, I'm thinking at least once to twice, maybe eventually full time, uh, starting next week. I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there. Starting, crossing fingers. Crossing, uh, crossing fingers that, uh, all of our, uh, tech works. Um, we are going to do like a lot of the other shows do and, and do our show live. Um, and. Well. Well, live to tape, <laughs> live, <laughs> meaning we are going to put a camera on our faces as we record our normal show and, and have um, a chat channel going. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a chat channel going and have people tuning in. So um, if you, that's something you are interested in, um, stay tuned for details on that. Um, our Twitch channel and our YouTube channel are actually already on our website. I've posted those. Um, I just got to figure out the rest of it. And um, I'm pretty excited about it, man. Yeah, Marshall's uh, gone all gung ho on this. Well, here's the thing. I I like I've been on enough shows where they they do it live to where it's not that really that big of a deal no. because eventually I'm going to go back and edit anyway. But so basically, like some of the things just the patrons get um, will be a little different. So we'll have to kind of explore that a little yeah. bit. Um, but ultimately, I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, only because it'd be nice to have another thing we're doing. Like if people are talking smack or helping you figure out the name of some actor that you forgot and then you have to google i know right? and then i have to edit out two and a half minutes of you thinking because my memory um, is horrible 
anyway, so all that stuff is coming down for, and this will be, honestly, dude, I think next week literally is our uh, two week uh, anniversary. You mean two week, two year year anniversary. I know, right? We're getting old. Yeah. Well, we've been doing this two years as of next month. That's like, or next week. That's like 50 years in podcast years. Yeah. Something like that. So we're excited. So, um, yeah. Thank you for listening for for two years. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Indeed. We got we got all sentimental. <laughs> we got a we got a badass over here. <laughs> we got a moment there. All right, so anyway, we can game, dude. What did you do in Swotor this week, my friend? Um, I did a lot of leveling. Um, actually, you know, just Boring. a lot of stuff that I can. Uh, just kidding. The, I mean, so I was running a lot of heroics. Um, but I officially became Galactic Commander. Ah. So all eight of my uh, classes are leveled to seventy. Congrats! And uh, while I was doing that, I was of course sending everybody out on their crew skills. And today I became uh, an alliance crafter, so I have all the uh, crew skills leveled up to seven hundred or so to six hundred. A lot of stuff. Yeah, so you know, I just I thought you know, at the beginning of the year, I started doing a lot of you know housekeeping in my my storage and stuff and character shots and stuff like that. I finally am starting to use my uh, my costume designer. Um, yeah, finally, because somebody for Christmas <laughs> gave me uh, seven augments and augmentation kits. Yeah, Merry Christmas, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> And so I put them on a, a pilot's uniform and, um, then I created a outfit, an outfit for my sniper, um, that's done in my college colors. Go Polly. Oh, right. Nice. IU Mustangs. Very cool. And so it's all green and white. It's really kind of cool. Nice, dude. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so I did a lot of that. So I'm going to be working on a, my next uh, thing that I'm working on is, um, trying to go 100% on my companion achievements. Oh, yeah. That's a brutal slog, in my opinion. Yeah. It's hard. It's difficult. <laughs> All right, man. So we, um, the next thing we were, oh wait, I'm oh, sorry. I guess. So what did I do in, in game this week? Like I said, yeah, I'm sorry. At, hey, Marshall, what'd you do in hey, game this thanks, week? Thanks, buddy. So I've been out of town, obviously, like I said. Um, but really when I had time to play, I basically have just been playing the GTN, trying to make some money. I know you've been making some crap. Oh yeah. Right? I'm up uh, almost 70 mil on my main, which I'm pretty stoked about. Um, so I've been playing that a little bit. Um, doing some crafting. Um, making some augments and some of the, um, I guess the adaptive, the adapt, uh, adaptable gear and all that. Um, so that's been kind of good. Um, also I've been leveling my Merc because I, I, from what I hear, Mercs are OP right now. So I like to have, I, I, was, <laughs> I like to have a Merc at 70. So I'm getting there. He's like at 58. Yeah. Right I was now. in, uh, I was in guild chat. No, I mean, not in chat, but I was on, on Twitter the other day and somebody wrote in guild. In guild chat, you know, just up in the corner. Yeah. Um, they said, uh, yeah, like 75% of everybody in the guild that's online right now are mercs. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and, and so I've been working on that and just playing, doing some heroics and stuff, leveling up. I got my, I have two tunes to 70, my DVL main tune and of course my, um, my main. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm missing wog a little bit. Um, last week because of the, um, me going out of town, I, I had to miss our, first week back right and uh as a surprise which is a good and a bad thing since i miss wog but at the same time my wife uh for christmas bought me a um a weekend trip because the three-day weekend coming up right um in a precursor for our anniversary because we'll be celebrating 10 years married uh in april um for christmas she got me a a couple nights uh in santa cruz where we met that's gonna be so, exciting for you guys so i'm excited about that so, you know, I'll miss Wog this week again, but hopefully I'll be back next week. Um, 
Yeah, man. And that's, yeah, that's the main actually, thing. I may actually be able to be part of WOG this week since I'll be at House City. Oh, since you'll be here. <laughs> and I'll have decent Wi-Fi. Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, you could you could uh, lead in my stead. Uh, I, know, I don't know about that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, don't get silly. Well, I'll tell you what. Elise and, and, and the rest of our guild has been awesome in picking up my slack. They, of course, they understand when life comes up. But um, I miss I miss the group, you know. So yeah. I can't wait to get back to that. So, um, before we get to, I think what we'll do in the back end of our slow tour section, man, is do like some of the other shows. They do some predictions. They do some, uh, wish list kind of stuff. I kind of want to do that, but, um, let's cover the live stream real quick. I actually watched it while I was out of town. Wow. Uh, while I was in the car for hours and hours. And I watched all but the last five minutes, I think, or five or 10 minutes. I got interrupted, but, um, but there's a little rundown on the website. Um, and of course on Dolphy and various other places, um, but uh, but really what it was is they kind of recapped everything. It was a short stream. They recapped everything that's coming and what's been going on. So, um, and of course, the five-year um, anniversary rewards vendor is up till the 17th. So make sure you get to that. You, okay, you yeah. did it, right? Well, I did it on a couple of my tunes. But then actually while I was doing my leveling, I was going through. And isn't it supposed to be next to the, the hut vendor? Uh, right mm. next to the – right in the, the – the bay next to the heroic missions terminal no or idea. is it by the um, i don't remember i only did it the one time yeah i can't find it so i've got to go back and find it so i can get all the uh, satil shan uh statues and yeah stuff. i just bought everything it was all free so well yeah i know i did on one tune but i need i want to do it on all the other tunes so oh i, I see what you're saying. yeah yeah um and then life day is going to be over by the time you listen to this it actually ended yesterday um this is just things that they brought up in the stream um game update 5.1 is coming on the 24th Okay, they're gonna have five new uprisings with story and veteran difficulty. Master difficulty is coming for Kotfi and Kotet chapters, All right. which is something they've been talking about. Um, and from what I understand from what Musco was saying on the stream, it's gonna be ridiculous. Like, to the point to where it's hard. It's yeah, actually well, hard, which is good. I still have only done chapter one on one tune. <laughs> okay, you're killing me. <laughs> I'm talking about master difficulty, man. Master difficulty. Anyway. Uh, so Galactic Command, uh, gearing changes was something else they were talking about. And I don't know if we covered it. Um, I can't even remember now, but, um, it's cause it's been so long. But one of the things they're going to do is to try to alleviate some of the issues, uh, that come with the RNG and stuff. Um, now with a, we covered this, I think with each, maybe this we didn't, familiar. um, with each Galactic Command rank that you earn, um, you will get a Galactic Command token and that token, um, can be used to get a specific piece of gear combined with an unassembled piece. So for example, if we're running EV, let's say there's a headpiece that drops in that and that's the last piece I need for my set bonus. Okay. And I'm already at 300 and I'm, and I haven't been getting it. So I can do, I can do EV, go for that headpiece, get that, combine it with the token, and call it a day. Okay, and, gotcha. And, and so basically, it in a nutshell, it's kind of bringing back what was already there <laughs> uh, because you have the unassembled pieces and stuff. So right. bosses are starting to drop things again. Every boss will have a chance to drop something, and the uh, last boss will drop a specific item. So um, that's something that's coming. And, and then, you, get, you get one of these tokens with every command crate? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and you still get the command stuff that's in the command crate already. Exactly. Okay. And th- it's also retroactive. Um, so that, uh, because they're not implementing it until the 24th. Right. Uh, so say you've already gone through 120 command crates. You're going to get 120 to- tokens. Gotcha. Exactly. Um, so that said, uh, there's also a PVP element, which I don't fully understand. And it's all on the website and it's in the live stream. I'm not going to go through it, but it has a combination of, uh, earning 
uh, a, a earning, what do they call it in PvP? Uh, recap of the changes to Galactic Command. Here it goes. Um, oh yeah, unassembled uh, components uh, are rewarded from participating in war zones, and that will be compared uh, co- combined with the tokens to get gear. Okay, okay? gotcha. So there's they're trying to still work the uh, comparison between PVE and PvP because right. it seems like PvP is a little more lucrative um, on off the and the outset. So they're trying to work on that and figuring out that more details are going to come. Um, but we still have a couple weeks. Cool. So, um, so I'm excited about that only in that, um, I have not been very lucky <laughs> in the command crates. And also, um, I'm just not, and I'll get to more of this later. I'm not very far into it. And so the problem for me is that I am not ready for ops right now, like at oh, level 70. Either. And, and as a, wog leader and i know it's wog and story mode will be fine anyway but eventually i i I do have a couple pieces but i don't have any set pieces and i was full seven piece set before so um but we'll figure it out yeah you know yeah well i i'd never been a seven piece set i think i got up to five Mm -hmm. and none of it was augmented Mm -hmm. so yeah so we have um what else do we have here Influencer mentions, they, they, they mentioned Kid Lee, Carillion Run Radio, their live stream, so Teresa from Utini Cast and the Academy, um, and then some other stuff from, from so Teresa. So I'd really like to get on that list at some point, to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, the next live stream is going to be on the 26th, which is a couple days after 5.1, which they're going to discuss what's yep. going on in 5.1. Um, and, uh, the names of the uprisings, and I'll tell you what, dude, the new uprisings seem pretty cool. Like, and I haven't even single, tried a single, one of the first five. Yeah, they seem pretty popular. Yeah. And I just um, haven't had a chance to do them yet. I, I, I haven't gotten to the point to where I have enough time to deal with random pugs right now. Right. Um, and just jump in. I may try it, but we'll see. Um, but the new uh, uprisings are going to be Trench Runner on Denova. Uh, Destroy of Worlds is Macab. Landing Party, Ricotta Prime. Um, Divided We Falls on Coruscant. And Trial and Error is going to be the space station. There was some cool stuff they were talking about story-wise. Well, story-wise, because there's not a lot of story um, with those. Um, but I can't remember right now. But it was pretty cool. So definitely check that out. Um, and if you're really in Uprising, having Uprisings, having 10 of them is pretty cool. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it as far as the live stream goes. I'm glad that they're continuing with the live streams. Um, and, I, and I hope that uh, that is something that they, in the foreseeable future... I feel like, I don't know, we're going to get to it when we get to our wishes and stuff. But honestly, man, I think they're going to be kind of going away from cantinas. Yeah, I just, it, it, it's, live streams are just much more cost effective. Yeah. You don't have to pay for people to go all around the country. Pay for drinks, et cetera, et cetera. So let's get to our, um, our hopes and dreams and wishes. Um, I don't know if you want me to start because I have some stuff written here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I'll go ahead and start. So I, um, so for the discussion topic this week, I was thinking, um, like I said, a lot of shows they do wishes, uh, wishes and predictions. I'm thinking a couple of wishes for Swotor, yep, and a couple predictions. Sounds good. Okay, so I'll start with my wish list. <laughs> my wish list, and I actually have already been pretty um, adamant about this uh, as I've talked to a couple other people, but um, I think Galactic Command and companion influence companion the companion influence one is not my idea but i've i've latched onto it because some other people have talked about it but um and neither of these are really my idea but i think these things should be legacy honestly like for example um 
if I get a, I have two tunes at 70 that have gone through all of Kotfi and Kotet, right? Right. So I feel like if we have the same companions, right? Because you get all that slew of companions through all these things yeah, and absolutely. through the story, especially the story companions for Kotet and Kotfi, why not have those legacies? So for example, if I max out, uh, Satil Shan, for example, not Satil Shan, hello, um, Theron Shan, right? Right. If I max him out at 50, and I pop over to my other tune that's legacy level seventy, right? And okay, it's gone yeah, through all that. Going. Yeah, I see he where should, you're going. The influence should be both. Like I, I could have both of them at fifty, with only leveling one because it cost me millions of credits to do the one. Yeah, especially right? I can. To- okay, I've got a couple things about that. Or the Wampa, for example. Yeah. Okay, I've got a couple things about that. Basically, you would like to make it a collection unlockable. I guess. I mean, I mean that would be an easy way to do it within the system they already have. Um. Well, but what if I already have them on each tune? So, like, I can see like with something like the Wampa because that's something I can unlock. No, I can't unlock that in collections. I know what you're saying. Okay. Well, anyways, the, the main point I had with it is, unlike your story companions, which you were getting a lot of uh, influence from them as you were story leveling up, right. Once you're max level and you are, you, the only way to, to get these people companion points or influence is through gifts. Right. So you have to spend credits on right. Um, or get them through the heroic, uh, crates. And that's very time consuming and not very efficient. And tedious and expensive. Yeah, exactly. So that I can understand. Um, but what if, like, I would say it should only be on tunes that are not like it shouldn't work on say Kaleo. Of course not. No, no, no. Right. I, no, even if you're even if you're like a trooper that is unlocked Kaleo. Yeah. But it should only be on tunes that are doesn't matter what class you are. Well, Kaleo would actually work in in my scenario only in that she's part of the Kotfi story. Well, she is, but I'm just saying um that if you were to do that, then say the person say you do it on your sniper and you've already maxed your influence out, then you don't yeah. have to do it through the coffee system to it. You know what I mean? Right. I see. I kind of see what you're saying, but, um, I guess, I guess my thought is, um, okay, we can leave the main ones aside, but I guess what I'm saying is let's, let's just make it. So like if I have a Wampa or a companion, um, or like a animal companion or something that I bought off the GTN and I max out to 50, and okay. I unlock that in collections. Why can't it be 50 on my other tunes? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Okay. I could say I can agree with that as long as you're, it's 50 before you unlock it. No. Uh, like okay. it'll be what, it, like say you, de- well, but why? No, say you decide to unlock it for your for secondary tune when it's on level 36. It's at 36. Mm-hmm. It's at whatever the highest level is of what it is. That's you're you're thinking in Bioware standards. Yes. I'm thinking of awesome standards. No, you, you're. No, but I'm with you. Yeah. Like wherever wherever you decide to unlock it is what it is across the board. So exactly. if I have a if I so would it work? For example, in this hypothetical scenario that will never happen, if I have a level fifty treak on my main, right, and I unlock it like it is right now, I un- I have it unlocked for in collections. So if I unlock it, then but this is after the fact, right? So I unlock it. So do you see where I'm going with yeah. this? So my whole thing, dude, is that I just I want to not you know how long I fought for legacy datacrons? Oh yeah. I went to five years of can four years of cantinas, okay? And every single time I said, 
Eric, bro, legacy datacrons. Finally, finally, we have legacy datacrons. Yeah, with right. Yeah, the issue with that is is that doesn't cost them any money. Well, this doesn't cost me any money. No, even virtual money. I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I think for me, I don't have the time or the energy or the desire to do. In my head, this makes SWOTOR less alt-friendly. That I can agree with. Because the game has always been very alt-friendly until now. Now, I do this whole thing. I finally get through Codfee. I finally get through Kotet. And then I have this Galactic Command grind. I am not going to do that on any other tune. I didn't even do the story on any other tune except for that other DVL tune because it was for DVL event. Right. Right. So my thing is I don't have the time or the energy or the desire to do it on any other thing. But if I want to jump over to the pub side and hang out with someone else from the guild and we need a higher level companion, why can't I have five or six companions on my main that are 50? That's ridiculous. Why can't, and I spent the ton of money doing that. Why can't I bring one of those companions over to, um, one of my other tunes if it's something like a Wampa or if it's something like a, uh, an animal companion or something? If it's 50, it's not going to make a difference story wise, but it would be really nice to be able to have that, not have to grind that out on every tune. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I can, you know, I, I think a happy, uh, compromise on this would be, um, if you just made it any non story based. Mm hmm. Tune. Or so, the, like the ones from the Star Fortresses and stuff like that. Yeah, it's right? so like like Shea Vizsla or mm-hmm. the uh, the Authorian. I can't remember his name right now. Or the uh, right. the new Jedi Master we just got. Stuff right. like that. Yeah. No, I'm, and that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like the other ones I've been talking about are the ones you can just buy off the GTN or whatever that are just like the animal companions and stuff or the right. droid companions stuff like that. Yeah, like that, I, I can be on board. Like with leave that. the story ones aside if that's what they want to do story wise, but. In my head, it'd be really nice to have access to something like my Wampa pet, which I paid a crap load of money, like 20 bucks for, you know, and I have that, you know, and that's 50 on my main only. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, that's one of my, uh, my wishes. Um, my other wish is that we have more cantinas in California, most notably San Diego, but like we've been talking about, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I can understand them not doing, just like a wide swath of of cantinas. Yeah, I think they should do one at the major conventions. I think so too. I, I mean, especially hit San Diego. Would be yeah, nice. do San Diego, do New York, maybe PAX East. Yeah, and then uh, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the other thing, and this one is definitely not my idea. Um. I heard this on a podcast the other day. I can't remember which one. Um. But this would be pretty cool because they've been talking about bringing. Uh, more group content. They haven't said specifically ops yet. Right. Um, but the idea of flex ops have come up, um, in the community, meaning, um, let's say on one of those nights we're doing wog and we have 13 people. We have 14 people. Right. You know, we have 10 people. We should still be able to go into that op and then it would scale. Right. Okay. Just having being scalable. Exactly. Yeah. So anywhere from eight, you know, to 24 or whatever it is. You right. know what I mean? Just so we don't have to stress, we don't have to kick people out, stuff like that. In my head, um, being a, uh, what you call it, a ops leader, it would be really nice not to have to stress about that. And, and, you know, that's a fantasy, obviously. And, and it'd be cool if they could do it though. I mean, that would really open up group content, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they already have, uh, 
you know, when you go into, you know, PvP, mm-hmm. Warzones and stuff, it already, you know, puts you up or down in, in level. True, but then you're fighting other people and not fighting the computer. True. So that's, I think that's the big issue there. But I'm with you. I mean, they do scale it. They do figure that out. Um, and they'll bring people in as needed and that kind of thing. So, um, do you want to do your wishes before we get to my predictions? Um, do you have any major wishes? For well, like, what, what wall of crazy is what I'm yeah, talking. Yeah, what are going to be the uh, the first two oh, words out of my? If you say stackable storage, I swear to God, I'm breaking. Right, I didn't have book. to say; he put it out there for me. Um, hey, dude, nobody even knows what that means except yeah, for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you know, I, in this, I'm just I'm just saying it because no, say it and leave it and move on. <laughs> no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is it's there now? Um, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> sorry, I continue. <laughs> go ahead. So, go ahead. I'm good. Get the giggles out of your system. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Go. Oh, now I'm waiting on you. Continue. Um, other than that, there it's um. There's a couple things I have in my mind, but I'm just like thinking, do I really want to wish for that? It's uh, it's not a genie, bro. I mean, <laughs> okay. You know what I wish? Okay, and this is a pie in the sky wish, but it really shouldn't be. When Carrie Fisher died. Mm-hmm. We had a, f- a player who created a Leia thing on, on a server. Yeah. When something like that happens, they should already be out in front of that. They should probably have these these characters already designed. It really shouldn't be that hard. Wait, a, a player made a character that looked like him? Yeah, like that her? looked like Leia. Oh, that's right. And then put her in front of House Organa on I just saw that, Alderaan, yeah. just so people could go pay respects. Yeah. You know? I would, I mean, especially since we know we're getting to that age with Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, yeah, you know, for sure. you know, there's certain people that are getting up there. You know, you should, uh, it's, it's at least the main characters, you should have pre-designed. Okay. And wait, I'm not done yet. Okay. And so say, for example, Harrison Ford were to die, mm-hmm. right? You know, he's from Corellia. Yeah. Just put him on Corellia, just like that. Yeah. And it's Han Solo. But then also you should be able to buy a hollow statue. That'd be cool. Of the actor. Okay. Or the character. Either one. All right. So what I was going to say is, um, I think not this last week, but the week before. I don't know. While I was gone, I listened to one of the Bad Feeling podcasts, and they debated back and forth for 20 minutes about whether SWOTOR should do something uh, to honor Carrie Fisher in game. I, I'm, I'm more on the side of, it. it story-wise, it makes no sense, right? Because Star Wars The Old Republic happens thousands of years before that i can agree okay so that is the the reason that they're not going to do it right but but i hate to say it swotor is not canon it's not so you can get away with it but what i like your hollow statue idea i like the idea of if we have a fallen actor from star wars like carrie fisher like harrison ford like mark hamill making a hollow statue of a and just and you don't even have to name it that just say yeah, you know, don't even have a Alderanian princess you know and it looks like Carrie Fisher exactly kind of thing and I think or um uh Corellian <laughs> ta- smuggler Tatooine farm boy you know exactly. like like something and like just that make it look like the character I think that'd be badass dude and I and and I think that kind of skirts the the issue that people are having because since it's happened so far ahead of time uh, before that. And it's not canon. You can't bring them in and name them because it makes right. no sense. But making it general, but making it something people can get. I think that's a great idea. You know, um, and making it free. 
You know, yes. don't put it on the cartel market. No, put it as on a vendor memorial vendor on a planet or something like that. Um, I think it's a brilliant idea, sir. I love it. Um, you heard it here first, even though no one's listening. Uh, the usual <laughs> podcast has patented. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you're welcome, Eric Musco. Um, so man, I, I like that, that idea a lot because that is such good goodwill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Alderanian princess. Boom. And the thing is, is it. it you know, it's kind of. In, I'm going to call this episode Alderanian Princess. There you go. Um, and he, I mean, and you can't call it Star Wars Legends because they've already used that title for something else. But right. like, very similar to how like Disney has Disney Legends, mm-hmm. right? And they get designated that usually while they're still alive, sometimes after they've died. Um, but you can make this retroactively too. You can put in Imperial Grand Moth, right? And there's there's and Peter Tarkin. Cushing, yeah, yeah. Okay, or you could put in, uh, you know. Freaking didn't uh, who else died recently? Well, um, you put in Al Guinness, right? Yeah. And put it in uh, Wizen Jedi uh, Master. So you have a vendor on the fleet that's mem- and, I, and I like your idea of just calling it a memorial yeah, vendor. Memorial vendor, and you go there, and anybody from the Star Wars universe that uh, an actor that is passed that can no longer play that role, boom, they're there. Yeah, and you can get and it's a trainer, hollow trainer. Call it a day. No credits. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hollow trainer. It's all Love it is. It. Love it. Or one credit. Something arbitrary. Or you know, you know? even just make it a hollow statue that you can only use as a decoration in your in or, your yeah, And you can too. have like a hall of hall of fallen heroes. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> I'm glad we did this. I know, right? <laughs> that's a that's my pie in the sky wish. You're you're killing it, dude. All right. Um so let's get to some predictions. Do you have any predictions for what's what what's coming in the next year? <laughs> well the last time we did predictions, uh, we both predicted that we were gonna get an op in September. Yeah, well. That, that didn't did, happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> so I'm not going to say a new op. Okay. Um, I am. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be an op. I think it's going to be more. I think it's going to be somewhere in between a flashpoint and an op. I think it's going to be some other something like uprising, something like, or maybe like I said, hopefully maybe scalable, uh, um, uh, scalable op or something like that. But I don't. I don't think it's going to be a straight up op. Yeah. So anyway, something in between. Um, yeah, I can totally see that. Um, I would like a, you know, and the, these are harder and harder to come by. I'd like a new species. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably going to happen. Yeah. It's just all the species they, and I know it's because it's easier to render. Right. But all of their ones that they've done are fairly similar. Yeah. You know, I, I would like to be able to play in a Thorian. Yeah, I was thinking of Thorian or Moncal or something like that. Yeah, would be cool. Moncal would be awesome. Yeah, Moncal would be cool. Different skin colors, yep. eye position, and tentacle dealies. And how how much the eyes bulge? Yeah, yeah, that'd be <laughs> bulging eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of would call the episode bulging eyes. Um, uh, on that note, I kind of think a um, I think we're gonna get something kind of crazy. I don't think we're gonna. I don't know if we're gonna get a new species. I I, I imagine we might, but I think it might be something kind of like a. I'm hoping this is a hope wish, um, like a, um, a started 60 class, like a new class. Okay. But it would be like some of the other MMOs have done like world of Warcraft and stuff and EverQuest where you have a class where it doesn't have the whole one to 50 story, but it has a 60 on story because that's all, uh, Kotec, Kotec, um, sorry, uh, Kotfi Kotet, right? So, you you have like a start at sixty kind of thing. Like you have a new class altogether. You know, uh, it might be kind of fun. I don't think they'll ever do it, 
but it's a it's a hope wish kind of thing. After five years, like they should be able to figure it out. Can you imagine playing as a uh, Rishi bird species? <laughs> yeah, I dream about it every <laughs> night. Um, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Something like that would be kind of cool. Um, uh, and, you know, it could be like a droid class. It could be a um, um, what are some other classes in in Star Wars? There's not. There's all kinds of stuff that we could do. Um, pilot class or just you know something kind of um that you would think would be kind of like a mundane thing in the in the star wars universe but everybody has their place you know you know you could do something like um informant Ooh. where you are like a like, like dancer uh-huh. or something yeah i like that but or like homeboy in episode four with the the snout you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but say, but what it is is like you you have very specific missions. Like this person obviously can't like leave planets, right? Right. So like you could do multiple of these. Where like you say you have a, a, a say a Twi'lek dancer on Narshada, and so you are stuck on Narshada. You can travel around Narshada, but in that story, you have you don't meet up with any of the you don't like the Outland or anything, right? But you are the uh, the companions are sent to deal with you. Huh. With something, That's so cool. you, one of your missions are you run into Kaleo and you've got to you're you happen to be the one introducing her to an arms dealer. Or are you thinking about this as a quest or as a playable class? Because that seems almost well, it'd like... be a playable class. Okay, but it would be but it, what would make it easier for them to create is that it's limited to a planet for each one. So like you you could do multiple classes, right? And so you oh, do, so they'd have a little story, but it would have. I see what you're saying, but it'd be limited because it'd only be like ten levels. Yeah, so they'd be able to do everything else that they always already do, but their story would be very much like. Um, I am on this planet to do these things and you help them level a few levels and then they can go do Kotfi and Kotet. Right. Yeah. I got you. That's kind of But in those stories that they're stuck on that planet with and they can't leave until they finish these quests. Right. But you have to interact with the companions. Okay. That'd be cool. I like that. Um, other predictions? You know, actually, I'm going to finish up on this really quick. Okay. Is that if you put it at level 60... You uh you make it where this is you dealing with you know because remember we had we had this idea a few months ago where um you had certain missions where you uh, dealt with the what the your companions did during the five years the Outlander was out. What if the the level sixty class you played were incidental characters like an informant or a dancer or something or a bartender? Okay, and they had to they were parts of the companion storylines while you were out. Oh. Like and, it, and it's not until you leveled it up to 65 that you could go off and well, they can it. also kind of fill in some of those things too i think that'd be kind of cool yeah i like that um my last thing my last prediction outside of a new op of some sort um which we kind of already know is coming but um i think we're going to get a new traditional operation this year um i think that they they at this point they feel like they owe it to their base. I would think uh, they do as well. Their base uh, subscribers to give us an operation. And I think that's going to be a standard 8, 16 man op. Okay. Um, I would like to see this be the first of many um, and maybe retroactively eventually uh, flex ops. I, I like that idea. I don't remember. Again, I'm sorry if you're listening to this and I'm not giving you the credit you deserve, but somebody mentioned this. It was on one of the podcasts I listened to, but um, I love that idea. But at the same time, um, we're going to get more story. I know we are. And um, I think we're going to get another blur trailer this year too. Um, okay. I'm I'm kind of on board with the blur trailer just because 
Tim is yeah, no longer Tim doing Miller, Deadpool, which we'll which we'll talk about. Um, but the uh, and actually, I like the what I think could make that easier is I don't think it'll be. I mean, it'll be an op, but if they do do an op, I don't think it'll be like a scum and villainy op. That's like a long op. Yeah. I think it'll be more like the one that's on not Caragas Palace, but the other one that's on McCab. Like the boss, the courtyard, Tabar's oh, courtyard. courtyard. Yeah, it'll be something like that because that will be easier to scale. It will be easier, and I think. I think eventually they're going to have to do more of that kind of stuff anyway. And personally, um, I would like to see ops, quote unquote ops, be something that are, is easier to pug, kind of like uprisings with a little more, you know, a, a bigger uh, scale uprisings, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know what, short is what I'm getting. At. Yeah. Shorter. What they could do with the with the scaling uh, idea is because basically you have your story mode, right? Which is. Just your base thing, mm. very few mechanics, whatever. Your hard mode is the introduction of much more uh, intricate uh, uh, mechanics. Yeah. And what you can do in, in between is you, on the scalable ones, you have it where it's the intricate her- uh, mechanics, but you change the frequency of um, ads or mm-hmm. stuff like that. The yeah. boss is still the same, okay. but the frequency of ads change. I'm in, man. Um Personally, um, I don't have I have no desire to stop playing this game. I've been playing it for five years no, now, it's good. five I, years or more. I like it just as much now as I did then. Exactly, and um, I'm excited to see what they bring. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, tune in um, if you're only here for this section. Please tune in next week, um, or look on social media. I should say. Uh, my plan is to do our next uh, one live, yes. and it will be either. Well, next week it looks like it'll be Thursday, right? We're shooting for Thursdays yeah. next week. <clears throat> so to start with, we're going to be like Thursdays. I'd say at eight o'clock is, is where we're going so with that's it. That's about right. And, um, we'll turn the feet on and you'll get to see our, us BSing on pre-show and, and all the crap that we normally do in you get between. Get to see me yawn all the time. Yeah. How much he actually yawns and, and how much I get up to deal with children and dogs and various other things. Chickens. But, but honestly, guys, um, I'm, I'm excited to see, um, where Swartor goes. Um, and what's coming this year. So we'll be back, uh, very soon talking about that. Um, but yeah, man, I have no desire to stop. And, um, I, I know that people are not happy with the RNG, not happy with the rate of the crates. Um, and that's one of my beefs. And I've, I've made it very clear too. I want to see those levels, uh, come faster. You know, I want to be able to play the game the way I play it. Um, and not be at legacy level 15 a month later. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Knowing I have to get to like what ninety to get to tier two or something like that. I like to, I like to see the tiers a little shortened. Um, but at the same time, I would like to get those crates more often and see something um, bound up with legacy. So yeah, absolutely. That's where I'm at. Um, but overall, man, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for another year. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to Wog, and I can't believe we've been doing this <laughs> for five years, right? I know, right? I know. I've, I've been, I mean, I've been part of this community for a long time, man, and it's, it's, it's just trips me out. We've, that we've been, been playing this since I was in my first dorm. Oh, man. I, I remember the days I used to write for Tor Wars and, and I know, stuff right? like that. It's like before the game even launched, I was writing about this game. Remember when you interviewed me for Tor? Oh, my God, dude. I interviewed you and wrote a thing and, um, I, I, my first two years of, of going to Comic Con, I had press passes because of Tor Wars, stuff like that. Like, just trips me out now, you know, and now that we're doing a podcast about it, it makes me happy. It makes me yeah. feel like it's I'm going to stay here until um, until they shut the game down. So, oh, absolutely. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get to uh, Star Wars, dude. I was raised to do one thing. 
nothing to fight for. funny about that is if we did it live <laughs> you won't see the weird things we do while we uh, <laughs> while the bumpers play but anyway um okay man uh here we are at our star wars section and it is we were meant to record last week which would have been the week after all of the the chaos essentially yes. um so let's just start right at the top dude what are we gonna talk about uh we gotta talk about carrie yeah yeah we lost carrie fisher um and I don't know about you, man, but on the heels of this was like a day or two before my grandpa died. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Carrie Fisher, I'm super boned about this. And I'm like, oh, now I'm, oh, and it just kind of all went down from there. And honestly, man, I mean, this is a super sad story. Um, you know, most uh, everybody knows by now, obviously she had a heart attack on a flight back. Right. Um, and uh died a few days later and which we'll talk about in the pop culture section but then you know we lost debbie reynolds the day after as well yeah and you know <laughs> i was just gonna use a really poor idiom um you can edit it out but i was like you know we could it's like beating a dead horse everyone's been talking about this right. for so much but there's a couple of things about carrie fisher that i haven't heard mentioned on all of it and you know it's some of her lesser stuff well i mean not really her lesser stuff it's like Everyone's mentioned, you know, her, her close relationship with her mom, right. Debbie Reynolds, and, um, her history of, you know, alcoholism and whatnot. But very few people I've seen have actually mentioned, especially considering, uh, Meryl Streep's in the news right now, mm. is very few people have mentioned that she wrote Postcards from the Edge. Oh, okay. Which was a movie with Meryl Streep and Shirley MacLaine, and it was loosely based on her life. And this wasn't part of her, uh, script doctoring stuff. No, this she was actually actual, wrote okay. this. It was okay. based on a book she wrote. Good. Okay. And, um, in that, if you watch that movie, it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, you watch it, it's Meryl Streep, who's an actress in right. the movie, and her mother is Shirley MacLaine, who's an aging actress. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah. And so Makes it's, sense. exactly. So watch that movie. They're both fantastic. Okay. Um, but the other thing is, is a, a lot of people forget how funny she is. Yeah. She's and how funny. like crudely funny she is sometimes. And like the one person that kind of skirted this was, um, uh, Kevin Smith, when he was talking about when he paid her for Dogma, he paid her yeah. in a... The two beaver chairs? Yeah, the beaver chairs. <laughs> but um, I remember there's a there's a documentary that Paul Provenza did uh, called The Aristocrats. Mm. And it's a documentary. The Aristocrats is an old vaudeville framework joke. Yeah. And it's a, it's basically it's a setup and delivery. And the, the middle of it, each comedian tells differently. Yeah. The whole premise is that it's a guy who goes into an, an agent's office and said, I've got a great idea for a family act. Right. And then each comedian starts putting in the most foul, disgusting, <laughs> over-the-top crap they can think of mm. and then finishes off where the, the agent says, well, what do you call this act? And they say, the aristocrats. <laughs> and it's it's like one of the oldest jokes, but right. it's like it's one of those jokes that comedians tell each other. And so this documentary was – talking to a hundred different comedians about how they tell the joke. Yeah. And one of the people they asked was Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And she's just the scene. She's literally, I think she's uh, right outside her house and she's laying like lounging on a fountain. Okay. 
and she's talking about it and she involves her mother and <laughs> Mickey Rooney and talking about how they love golden showers. Right. Oh and, God, that's and, awesome. And she's like, yeah, Mickey was the king of golden showers in Hollywood. You know? And it's just like, it's so foul, but she is so deadpan about it. Right, right. I roll every time I watch it. And it's, yeah. it is a disgusting movie. Oh man. I mean, you don't even want to know what, what, uh, um, uh, Bob Saget. Oh, Saget does because his is so disgusting, yeah, and so filthy and so long. It's actually split up in like parts throughout the movie, <laughs> and at the very end, he looks deadpan at the camera and says, "Can I get a copy of this for the girls from Full House?" <laughs> uh, because he involves them. To, it's so foul. Right. It's 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 but funny it's, you brought up him though, because we'll talk about more of that later. Yeah, but uh, so it's it's <clears throat> so check it out. There are she had no fear about that sort of stuff and she she just kept working man oh um, absolutely and she was always doing something and so um, smart and she she wrote um you know what eight books something oh yeah like that um and she she just put out the uh the princess diaries right right and um one of the things that um i always made me laugh um and and it's hard to say especially coming on the heels of rogue one when you see a younger version of her on the screen i know that was so weird and um and uh but it's hard to say goodbye to someone who honestly in my head um i've been i think i was more sad about this celebrity death um than any other one from 2016 and even before only in that um it was somebody that i loved as a person and as uh their character and anything they did and i mean she did voiceover she did um she did jane silent bob strike back um just stuff like that like never afraid to um to to go there you know what i mean And, And and that's something i really loved about her but one of the things on social media that I think I liked more than anything that always made me laugh is anytime my Twitter feed or something, when there was a convention and she was there, it was like something about her dog, her and her dog or, or her glitter bombing someone. And like people <laughs> taking selfies of themselves, like just got hit with a glitter bomb from Carrie Fisher. And it's just like, of course she would throw glitter at oh, someone, absolutely. you know, and that kind of stuff. And I, I think made it's great that, that her, uh, her daughter, Billy Lord mm-hmm. is, is getting her dog. Yeah. Um, uh, two things. When you you mentioned how she she just did a whole bunch of different work, even going back to the to the late seventies, early eighties, I remember her as a bit part in the Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers, yeah, yeah, totally. where she plays uh, uh, Jim uh, John Belushi's girlfriend, right? And she finally shows up in the sewer with a with an AK. It's <laughs> like, oh god, it's hilarious. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, baby, I right. didn't mean to leave you. <laughs> it was great, but um, also you talk about voiceover work. Um, Seth MacFarlane has come out because, of course, she she did the voice of Peter's boss and Family uh, Guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she had already uh, recorded two episodes, wow. and her final two episodes are going to be showing up in next season. Awesome, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So there's a couple things that came up in the wake of this. One is that they made a they the they quote unquote they made a um uh, a makeshift Hollywood walk of fame star. Yeah. Because if you look at the stars, there are some blank stars out there yeah. that they just haven't filled in. So they basically found a star and said, this is Carrie Fisher star. Yeah. And they, and they did that. So the idea, I guess behind this is it's, uh, there's an article in here that I'll put in the show notes, but um, it's not too late. They, they give stars um, to, they, they give Hollywood walk of fame stars to movie stars uh, posthumously a lot. They do. And but it takes like five years or something like oh, that. 
It depends. The frustrating thing that a lot of people don't know about the the Hollywood Walk of Fame is that actually those are purchased as well. Right. Which is why I think it's yeah, I mean, going to take long. You have to do some qualifying things, but right. they cost like ten grand or something. Yeah, like I think it's like thirty. Yeah, I think it's, it's a publicity what, thing, which is totally fine. Yeah, um, which I think is it's why, like, like Donald Trump has a star. I want to say it's thirty thirty five grand because um, uh, Ralph Garman was on the committee to try to get Adam West a star. Right. And he said it was something like that. Yeah. But, but yeah. It's so, I a, mean, you do have to do petitions for it and all that stuff. I mean, not like, I mean, you have to petition for it. You don't have to sure. fill out petitions for yeah. it. Um, but it's a process. Exactly. It is. Oops. But I think it is definitely uh, possible. All right, man. So we also have, uh, there's a couple of documentaries. Yeah. I didn't even know about these until you mentioned. Them yeah. Today. So one is Bright Lights, which is um, an HBO special. That came out as starring Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. Um, let me open this up here. Uh, it aired. Let's see. Today's Wednesday. Um, it aired uh, on Saturday, a couple days ago. And this was, uh, let's see, let's see. Bright Light starring Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds premiered. Oh, Friday night. Excuse me. Um, and everybody was watching. HBO documentary was filmed um, over the course of 2014 and 2015 with interviews from Reynolds, Fisher, an intimate look at their mother-daughter relationship. So I know Kevin Smith's already come out and said great things about this. Um, there have been a lot of people that have come out and talked about it. Um, I have not seen it yet, and I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, no, I really want to see it. Uh, and just uh, so you know, this is via comicbook.com. Right. That we got this from. Um, yeah, I really want to see that. I, I, I just watched the Golden Globes on Sunday, mm-hmm. and they had, you know, honestly, I don't even remember that. I watched the whole show, and I don't remember them doing an in memoriam for like everybody. Yeah. But they did a little special for Debbie and, and Carrie together, which was cool. So, what else we got, dude? Yeah, we're going to get uh, just into a little bit more news. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about um, some RAP stuff in. in uh, yeah, and Carrie and Fisher will come pop, up. Yeah, and we'll talk too. about it a little bit more when we get to pop culture. But now we're uh, fully into Star Wars. Um, on happy news, Bob Iger, uh, head of uh, Disney, has come out and said he promises there are going to be many, many more Star Wars movies. And and I think really from the what I gather is after Episode Nine, it's just going to be all standalones. That's kind of what I think. Right. You know, unless that's, there that's is what we've been unless about. there is such a clamor for. Well, depending on how they end up, but a, a continuation of Ray or Finn or, or Poe stories. Yeah, and and I don't mind about that, but I'm talking more Skywalker original trilogy. Yeah, it'll be stuff. less Skywalker. Yeah, um, and even Mark Hamill said like the uh, I I didn't put the article in here, but I saw it uh, last week or something. Mark Hamill even came out and said something to the effect of the standalones have an have an edge on on the trilogies. Yeah, really. because they're less. Um, required to deal mm-hmm. with a certain character exactly. they have more freedom exactly um and actually really quick to to, to piggyback on that um the, there's an article the lucas almost come out and said that the stories the, the star wars stories are told without a rule book they just have to have a good story right and it's not connected to directly to skywalker cool so they have a, a lot more freedom with that makes sense um yeah and kathleen kennedy has come out and, you know, there have been a lot of talk about uh, feminism in, in Star Wars right now. Um, but Kathleen Kennedy has said that she hopes female heroin, heroines will help change the industry. I think it will. Um, which part of it is not necessarily just the characters, um, but it's the female dynamic that they try to give female directors and writers and more people behind the scenes to help empower the, the industry. I think I, and we've talked about this before. I think it's super important. I think it's I think it's important for. Right now, in 2017, when we have all this 
negative rhetoric and all this other stuff going along, going around, let's not forget that anybody, the American dream is founded on the fact that anybody can do anything, right? Yeah. And the more female uh, directors, actors, actresses we get going in the mainstream, especially with Star Wars and something like that, it's it's gonna it's gonna inspire so many more in the next generation. Yeah, and you know? the the whole bottom line is is the wider variety of voices you have, the wider variety of better stories you have. Right, and 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 don't you want better stories? That's don't you want about. a wider reaching uh, audience? I think that's super important. Exactly, so, yeah. uh, and kind of piggybacking on this idea of uh, of very f- uh, popular females. Um, there's a, there's an, a list that came out of the top fifty favorite female characters of all time. Huh. Okay. Um, and Star Wars made two of the top fourteen. Nice. Leia was number two, and Ray made number fourteen. No crap. The only one that beat Leia was Hermione Granger was number one. Seriously? Yeah. So do I do I get to write them and tell them that it should be the other way around? Maybe. Uh, Hermione. I, I'm come okay. On. I'm okay with the list. Ugh. Leia though. Leia's great. Hermione's great too. Come on, bro. Hermione ain't got nothing on Leia. Read the books. No. <laughs> See. <laughs> anyway, it's cool, man. I, I'm I'm all right with it. It's fine. I'm not okay with it. But I, I love the list, though, and I like that Ray is so high up on the list. Um, yeah, considering, considering it just came out last year. Yeah, you know, I think it's important. Yeah. So another thing is, this is kind of funny because there's another story that came out today. Um, the Lucas Museum can't seem to find a home. Uh, and then, well, then it came out today that it looks like they finally found a home in LA. Yeah, and 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 that was on the docket to begin with. Yeah, and we talked about this what two years ago. Yeah, roughly. he's he's been trying to do Chicago, LA, or San Francisco, right? And nobody would do it. Uh, well, hopefully LA works out. Otherwise, he's just going to keep bouncing around. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's an important museum to get done. I also think it makes sense um, if it's in LA, um, only in that it's pretty close to you know. Hollywood. Disney and Hollywood yeah. and all that. So makes sense. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's not just Star Wars, but yeah. No, no, I get it. But I'm just saying, like, you know, Los Angeles makes a sense. Yes, it does. It makes more, in my head, it makes more sense than uh, my first choice was San Francisco, only in that he lives there. Yes. You know what I mean? Or he lives near there. Um, and then Chicago, I guess, made sense in his mind, but LA makes makes the second most sense no yeah and also the the whole san francisco kind of makes sense too because in the uh the late 60s early 70s there was that wave of san francisco directors that came mm-hmm. out with him and sure. coppola and and plus he filmed you know um what you call it return of the jedi up, up, up in and, the redwoods up, up in the redwoods up there so yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah um all right man so let's get to episode nine stuff yeah uh, we got a little bit of news um there's a production that looks like could start in april yeah. No definitive date yet, but that looks what it looks like what it's going to be. Um, there is a meeting later this week um, that they're going to decide the future of Leia. Yeah, that was that was the thing we didn't talk about or didn't mention up up top here is the fact that she finished her, you know. Yeah, luckily for she. Episode yeah, eight. luckily principal photography was done for episode eight, so yeah. that's done. But um, there. This the the frustrating thing is is it's not like Han where it's written into the script what happens to her. Um, so. It could just be where it's something like, I mean, for anybody that's a Godfather fan, yeah. uh, Clemenza was not in Godfather Two. I, I imagine so they had to write in the death. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, but at the same time, I, th- I honestly think that it makes more sense to have a not 
not a uh like a one-off line like oh leia's off doing this or she died doing this but like have a little back and forth between a couple main characters and really say what happened to her yeah you know they, I mean? they definitely can't do what they're doing with paul walker and fast and furious right. that's I way too I, intricate yeah and i don't and i don't think and and some other shows have, have talked about this but and i agree with them i think it's a little in poor taste to cg her oh absolutely don't cg but they could definitely reuse or not reuse but they can definitely use footage that was cut out of force awakens yeah. or episode eight and, and i get that but i almost would rather them kind of just kind of say hey you know what um it's too bad this happened to Leia, or this is what happened, or oh, we lost her over the battle of you know what I mean. It's something I, I just feel like I, 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 the thing with me, I don't, I don't think it can be that. Um, you don't think they can write her off that easily? Well, just not that offhandedly. Yeah, but I mean, but make it more of a not just like a hey, now let's go do this, but make it part of the story in some way. Yeah, we're like it. It's like it'll have to be like three or four scenes throughout the movie. That's what I mean. Where yeah. it's. Right. codified at the end yeah no i don't i don't want it to be like a oh that sucks what happened to Leia. okay let's go do this thing now exactly. like that's that's not what i want either i'm with you um so i'm i'm eager to see what they uh what they come up with because yeah the, i think the the one big plus on it is that ryan johnson is writing both episodes eight and nine mm-hmm. so he already knows what's going on and he knows what he can use from eight to do with it because i mean they're still in in post-production it's not too late to go back and right they can do a little bit of editing to kind of tweak mm-hmm. something in here Reshoot. to tell something going on into nine i agree well i'm hoping they do it well and i'm hoping they do it um and i and i think regardless of what they come to honestly the the this story group and disney they're not gonna they're not gonna screw it up they're gonna they're gonna do they're gonna talk about it enough to figure out a way to do it to where it makes the most sense yes so um all right man so we have uh some episode eight stuff yeah it looks like uh the the storyline for episode eight is really going to explore kylo ren's humanity makes sense and considering we're going to be getting more into the knights of ren and what happened with his fall um because you can't tell what happened with luke without that so um you're gonna have to get into his humanity because he loses it so Yeah. yeah and we see him lose it i mean really i mean or start to at least yeah. as he turns the dark side. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm thinking episode eight's going to be pretty dark. I would, oh, really, yeah. I would really like to see, um, you know, especially since Hamill, we know has a bigger role. I would love to see what, what really is going to be going on. Uh, what really happened, uh, when he started that school as the Jedi and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Han Solo news. Yeah, this one we actually do have a firm start date. It is going to start in February. Yay. Um, and one thing that re- I think really <laughs> bodes well is that Harrison Ford and Alden Ehrenreich um, were spotted having lunch last week. And why I think this is really important is that on that Harrison Ford is traditionally- We talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, no, because this just happened last week. No, but we talked about the fact that they 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 hadn't talked. Right. And we were saying they should. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because Ford traditionally doesn't do this sort of thing. Right. So I think this is good because it gives Alden Ironrick a, um, a good sounding board to, to bounce stuff off and really get the character yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Um, hopefully he understands what he's saying. Absolutely. You know, solo. Screw Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, so um, what else do we have? Oh, so Woody Harrelson, um, of all people, has been speaking of Han Solo, has been confirmed as the young Han Solo's mentor. 
Yeah, and for, um, the, for the standalone film, very cool. And, and actually, you know, a lot of people are like saying, "Really?" And then, and then, uh, is um, he not the mentor for Katniss Everdeen? He is. He is the mentor <laughs> for Katniss Everdeen. And th- th- that was actually funny you brought that up because I think it was either Ralph or, or Kevin that brought it up in Babylon this week, and the other person kind of like laughed at him. Wait, like, did I miss no, that? yeah. Did I, wait, no, I listened to it. I remember them saying it, but anyway, yeah, they continue. they mentioned because they yeah. were talking about how Woody Harrelson was probably going to be on it. Okay, and um. It is. It's like he is. He, he can totally do it. He. I mean, he plays the mentor well, mentor role well. And as part as, uh, uh, and especially if we're talking about a hero's journey kind of thing, we're talking about an Alec Guinness type character, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Hunger Games follows the hero's journey to a T. Yes, it does. And um, Woody Harrelson's character is the mentor character, he and is. he is. He's good in it. He's great in it. Um, yeah, he's an alcoholic. Yeah. He's kind of a jerk, but at the same time, that is what it's, it's more about what the main character needs. Um, and I, and I really am intrigued to see what kind of character, uh, Harrelson plays when it comes yeah, well, to a Han Solo type character. Yeah. Well, because the, the cool thing about the mentor in the hero's journey is that he basically did what the mm-hmm. hero did just a generation break. Right. So for example, in, in Hunger Games, his mentor, he won the, Right. One twenty five years earlier. So I, I think it'll be kind of cool where he'll be just like an aged smuggler. Also, random yawn aside. Um, and not mine. Yeah. How stoked is Harrelson going to be to be in Star Wars? Though? Oh, I know. Right. right? <laughs> From cheers to blah, blah, to blah, blah. And now here he is. Yeah. And, so and you know, so they're, 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 you know, Star Wars traditionally prides itself on casting lesser known people in the main roles. Right. But they do have a good experience of casting veteran actors, veteran actors in yeah. minor roles, yeah. such as Alec Guinness, right. James Earl Jones, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Indeed. stuff like that. So I think and it could be like, why are we casting these names? Like, for example, Laura Dern is going right. to be in episode eight. I'm like, yeah, but she's not going to be like the star. No, no. It's not about them. No. Right. Um so this, I, in my head, I think this is kind of makes me more excited about the Han Solo movie. Oh, absolutely! Only in that there, I I feel like they're going to be a little more traditionally hero's journey kind of style, maybe anti-hero's journey, um, especially if we're talking about someone like uh, Han Solo, because the anti-hero's journey is very different than the hero's journey. Well, not very, but it's altered in a way to where they don't they don't have the same arc. As, right. as as the hero, which I think is pretty cool. So I'm 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 intrigued to see how that. Well, goes. it's more of a opposite of it it's more of like this yeah it's they Sorry, kind of you're not you're not seeing what yeah, i'm doing yeah, yeah. instead of having a medium yeah um they end up kind of at the same place um yeah. but changed a little bit um or they're worse off it just kind of depends on on the anti-hero's journey um deadpool is a good example of yeah. this. so anyway so let's um let's move on and get to uh boba fett yeah is this a thing yeah a little bit of uh <laughs> news came out that they're still exploring the idea of uh, of a script yeah i don't so think they're gonna do it's it it's not necessarily in development but it's still being considered yeah i i like to i i've already said this I don't, I don't think they should do it but at the same time if they're gonna do it they should do it right obviously it makes sense but there's so many other stories they could do oh absolutely and there's so many i would love to see like a mon cal story focus like you know Excuse me. Let's build some ships. Let's uh, let's 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 see what's in the um, let's see what's in the outer rim and the outer reaches. Like let's let's figure something else out. Let's like not so much 
I don't think we need to focus on all. I don't think we need to explore every character's backstory in order to make Star Wars movies. No, absolutely not. And you know? I'm I'm cool if they do a Thrawn movie. <laughs> you know, look, Disney. <laughs> if you're not doing a Thrawn movie, you're doing you it wrong. are blowing it. Benedict Cumberbatch, right there. <sighs> Killing me. Oh, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> I know, right? All right, moving on. All right, Rogue one. so some Rogue One news. <laughs> uh, Rogue One passed the Civil War. Right. For being number two for 2016. What was number one? Finding Dory. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Go Disney. Where they got top eight spots? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Joking. <laughs> oh, well, because Secret Life of Pets is right up there. and uh, Oh, no, that was DreamWorks. Zootopia uh, wasn't them. Was no, it? Zootopia was Disney. That was Disney, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so they're, they're killing it. Yeah, they're killing it. <laughs> um, it's, uh, we have a... It, we're not going to go too in depth on this, but there's a cool article on here on how they did Tarkin. Mm, yeah. Because they did do what we thought they did was they had an actor and they superimposed the, the CGI face. But the cool uh, thing is, is the guy that they cast is somebody who um, had portrayed Tarkin before. Yeah. In and he was else. doing the voice from what I understand yeah. as well, which is badass. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah. And um, the CGI characters were approved by the Lucasfilm president. Yeah, and that was something um, that I pulled. Uh, I saw this story the last couple of days. I want to pull this up because there was a quote I wanted to pull from this. This is cool. It said, we did talk about Tarkin participating in conversations via hologram or transferring that dialogue to other characters. Uh, John Knoll, chief creative officer of ILM, um, revealed to New York Times. Um, so the idea is that they were saying if they couldn't pull off the CGI CGI in such a way that they weren't going to do yeah, it. Yeah, well, I think and they, they did had, great. Yeah, and they had a contingency plan is what yeah. was kind of cool. So anyway, um, and I and I honestly, I think they did a great job on that. I know people give them crap on that, but no, I thought it was done perfect. It was fine. I mean, look, guys, we have we live in, in a world right now where we see you know cgi monsters and stuff all the time like we're not like that monster's face doesn't look like a you know a, a dragon a dragon's right. face like you know spare me you know exactly. what i mean like they did they did a killer job so um um my last thing here is uh you know people are, are questioning more and more of what the church of the force and the guardians of the wills are mm. um because uh um the two characters from rogue one were two guardians of the wills yeah, right. Sagrera and, and, um. No, not Sagrera. Not Sagrera. Why did I say Sagrera? Uh, Churrit and, um, his friend. Yeah, I can never remember his friend. Blind guy and big guy with big gun. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it turns out that, um, the wills have been in the story of Star Wars since before A New Hope. It was in original. It was in the from, original yeah. script, um, that, um, the wills are like a, they're neither bad, they're neither dark or light. They encompass the entire force. They're more gray. They're the entire the the entire force, and they're not necessarily force sensitive either. Well, and and I'm wondering about that. Does the um character from Rebels fit into that? Um, the big being that they go and see. Uh, what's the name? I think it starts with the Bendu. Bendu. So I think that would be apropos. Yeah, and, I, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I I hope they delve a little bit more into that. And how I think that would be a good gateway to how Kylo yeah. falls to the dark side because he starts exploring the, the concept of the wills. No, for sure. For sure. Um, this is exciting, man. This is, this is a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Absolutely. So I'm excited. Um, so we have season three, uh, Rebels. There's a trailer out. Um, have you watched it yet? I haven't. Neither have I. Let's watch it really quick. You? Seriously? You haven't? You're killing me. You just said you hadn't seen it. Yeah, but. I've been holding off so I could watch it with you. 
All right, so people don't understand how good that show is. Exactly. And a couple things about this. Well, first of all, we've been introduced to Mon Mothma, right. Saw Gerrera, and um, Obi-Wan. Right. Which is very cool. Both young and old Obi-Wan. Yeah, young and old Obi-Wan. Right. We got Obi-Wan on Tatooine at the end of it. Yes. Which is sick. Which is very cool. Confronted by Maul, which is yes. sick. Yes, very cool. By the way, spoilers if you haven't watched Rebels. Um. But what I think is going to have to happen is I don't see this running any more than four or five seasons. No. Because what they're going to have to do. One more season after Well, because they're getting really close to Rogue One. But what they're going to have to do is tie it in. Because they're there. They are there. You right. see, you see the ghost. You don't know and who's piloting it, but you do, you do hear Hera's, Sindula's uh, name called. Right. So you know she's at least alive. Right. Um, so, but what they're going to, what I would love to see is, the uh um what the name is what's the name of the planet? Um Jeddah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Jeddah where I you see them. Okay. No, Jeddah. The battle over Jeddah yeah. where you see the, the ghost at the okay. end of Rogue One. All right. If that is in the season the series finale, that same scene, but animated. Yeah, that'd be sick. Okay. From the ghost point of view. I'm with you. Yeah, and man. You, uh, and from their point of view, you see the two ships hitting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I got you. Um, but they're gonna have to explain like where what happened to uh, to Thrawn and why he's right. You know, whatever. And I think they're gonna have to kill Thrawn in Rebels. Uh, they're gonna have to kill Thrawn. They're going to have to kill most of the Ghost crew. Yeah. Um, or at least explain why. Um, or let them die in the Battle of Jeddah or something like that. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, because when episode four starts, they're gone. They are. Um, or figure out a way to bring them back into the fold, uh, well after the fact, depending on who they are. You know what I mean? The only way I think they could do that is if they do a standalone film that, that resides within the, the chronology of the original trilogy. Yeah. Like something like, uh, Shadow of the Empire yeah. or it's one of the mind's eyes. Something, not necessarily those stories, but that yeah, time yeah, frame. I got what you're saying. Um, I'm excited about, this season, I I know there's one. I think it's already the the thing. The premiere is already aired, right? Or yeah, the next one. It's called Ghost of Genosis. Since where we get introduced to Saga, it's yeah, we two, we haven't watched it yet. But. It's a two parter, and I I have it uh, on my computer, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay, cool. Um, so we'll get to that next week. Uh, awesome. Parks News Star Tours is going to get an episode eight destination. Oh, awesome! Which is pretty cool. Um, uh, and that makes makes a lot of sense. Um, I thought I put something else in here, Parks Wise. Uh, I put something Parks Wise, but it's down in Disney. Oh, maybe that's why. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, I'm excited about Star Tours changing and keep and evolving. Oh, absolutely. Honestly. Uh, so merchandise for yeah, we get just out a of couple here. little, uh, dumb merchandise things. First of all, there's a new Poe Dameron high top that look almost Converse, <laughs> but instead of the Converse <laughs> logo, it's the, the Republic logo. Yeah, that's sick, dude. And they're red. Yeah, that's bad. That's amazing. Um, and then, uh, some sums have gotten so popular, but there's a new Tauntaun Sumsum. <laughs> and when you open it, the characters are inside. Are you serious? Check it out. Oh, that's amazing. I'll check it out. Uh, opening it up. <laughs> oh, I see. It's like a bigger one, but they're... That's adorable. Yeah, there's a Wampa in there. There's... Oh, I love it. There's a Wampa. There's a Han. There's a... Oh, that's adorable. Cool, man. I like it. Hey, do you want to see the, the Podemron? Yeah, I thought I saw him. Oh, I want those. 
Uh, I can't wear red though, like that. Uh, but those are kind of—they're kind of sick though. They're kind of sick. So let's uh, let's get out of Star Wars, dude. Uh, we're running long this week. Well, you know, we're catching up. You're catching up. Um, so um, yeah. Should I play the bumper? Or? Play the bumper. I can't imagine any kind of future where I am a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. All right. So wait, 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 man. To be fair, in my defense, granted, our bumpers are what they are. They did. They're, they're, but are they? I like to think my bumpers are a little deeper than dated. You know what I'm saying? That that quote from Legends of Tomorrow speaks to me, man. You know? Well, of course. I mean, it's it's an audio cue. Of course, it speaks uh, to you. And then the last one. Um, uh, was the Star Wars one? What's the quote from the Star Wars one? Because that's important. I feel like it's uh, Finn. What I was born to be here. Yeah, yeah. He says. I mean, I think. Whatever. I hate all of you. Let's move on. We love you, Marshall. All right, we're in our usual roundup time. Uh, let's get to the rips. Yeah, let's get the sad news out of the way. Um, of course, we already mentioned Debbie Reynolds passed Mm -hmm. away the day after her daughter. Um, Super sad. Jaja Gabor passed away. Um, and she basically was, I can't, I, I, all of this stuff that was happening, like I was looking at that list of people who died and I was like, wait, when did Jaja die? You know? And all this happened so quick. Yeah. George Michael passed away, which I actually forgot to put in here. <sighs> George Michael too. Um, but the one that hit me was, Wham! the one that hit me was <laughs> Alan Thicke. I know. And it, it, we're going to kind of touch on what you said is that Carrie Fisher hit kind of hit you hard. I'm a few years older than you are. And we know that. Cause I'm old. Um, but, but what I was saying is, uh, that, you know, Florence Henderson passed away last month and right. everything, but we're now getting to the point where the, the parental figures in the shows I grew up on are now dying. Yeah. So like when I was a kid, Growing Pains was my favorite show. So Alan Thicke dying was much more of an impact to me than say when Florence Henderson died. Right. Even though I did watch Brady Bunch growing up, but it was in reruns and it was very yeah, out of the here. same time. Mm-hmm. But watching Growing Pains in, in the the mid to late eighties and early nineties, it was of the time. Yeah, Growing Pains was 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 the show, man. And and I, and I'm with you. That hit me, and and it really hit me hard too because um, after Carrie Fisher died and. I think the day before my grandpa died, we watched the last couple episodes of Fuller House. Yeah. Okay. Alan Thicke was on one of those episodes at the end and his character, his character was so freaking funny. He was a blind date for DJ and, (laughs) and, uh, he's super old. Yeah. And he comes in. But every time he said something, I think I want to say his name was Mike in the show. And I'm just saying Mike is a filler. If I if I screw it up, whatever. And every time that he was supposed to say something, every time he was going to say something, he said, Mike here. Uh, And then he'd say the thing and he would say Mike here every time. And like raising his hand almost every time before he talked. It was it was brilliant and was super funny. Um, And but it was after he had died. And so when I'm seeing him up on the screen, I was just like. I had those flashbacks of growing pains and everything else, and it was very sad. Yeah, I, I've been watching a lot of How I Met Your Mother lately, and yeah. he, of course, is in that, and he's playing himself. Right, yeah, and it was, it's, oh, man. Uh, I, 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 He was one of those guys who, you know, if he was still here, he'd be doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know? he died playing basketball. Yeah, 
Or not hockey. It was either hockey or yeah, basketball. Yeah, he was doing, he was playing with his son. Playing with his son. Not Robin. Sad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, should we get to the high yeah, note? Yeah, happy news. Yeah, and then I saw this randomly. I mean, and a lot of people saw it. If you follow Geek and Sundry on, on Twitter and stuff. Um, but Felicia Day posted a picture of herself saying, well, since, he, since they're he, she, uh, uh, since, since it's three weeks away, I, I might as well announce this. I know. Seriously. And she points at a pregnant belly. Dude, she's been in hiding and we'd never realized. Well, and it makes sense. If you go back to July. When we were at Comic-Con. When we were at Comic-Con. she would have been about three months in. And we were like. Uh, she's not doing any signings. She barely did any panels. Like she was barely even there. Right. It makes a lot more sense yeah, now. It does. You know, so, morning sickness and right, exactly. So, um, so congrats to Felicia Day. We're obviously big fans. Um, as a child, as a child, as a father of two. Um, good luck. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> don't forget your uh, baby's gonna be getting socks from now on too. Uh, indeed, little baby socks. Baby socks. <laughs> Um, all right, we're on to real reviews news and, uh, just a couple of quick, uh, names. Good, the names for Godzilla 2 and Pacific Rim 2 officially have titles. Oh. It's called Godzilla King of Monsters. There was a video game called King of Monsters. Oh, was there? Yeah. And Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. I never saw the first one, but. Uh, it was good. Yeah, that's what I hear. But, I uh, yeah, um, Home Jumbo, Home Jumbo Home Jumbo Ega. Yeah, right, right. Um, Man High Castle is being renewed for, uh, season three, which, I didn't actually watch season two. Yeah, the first season was great. I just haven't watched season two yet. We almost finished season one, then I kind of forgot we were watching it because we got into other stuff. And then I guess there's now been a season two. So I got to catch up because I like that show and I right. love the book. So. Yes. So uh, we have one release date, uh, Expendables 4, which is officially going to be the last Expendables movie, okay. is going to be coming out 2018. All right. I don't think I've seen a single one of them. They're entertaining in a... I have not seen a single one. Yeah. <laughs> They're just a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Um, we have a whole bunch of trailers. We're not going to watch them all. No. Nope. Um, but Except I will just Archer. run a Except quick list. Yet. We have a uh, cult of, not yet. Okay. I'm going to go from the bottom up. Okay. Uh, the, the new Chucky has a, a, a oh. one. It's called Cult of Chucky. <laughs> uh, the new, um, uh, uh, Christopher Nolan movie, Dunkirk, which looks fantastic. Okay. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Uh, we have a red band trailer for Alien Covenant. Uh, the official trailer for the new Rings. Uh, Don't Knock Twice, um, which is, uh, I think, another horror film. Uh, Fast and the Furious 8 has a sneak peek and a full trailer, and that looks pretty darn good. Right. Um, but the most important one for us is we have an Archer trailer. And that's the one we're going to watch. Have you watched it yet? Nope. Have you? Uh, I have. So let's move on to Universal time. We're almost out of here, buddy. Yeah. So uh, We've we'll, been recording for two hours. Yeah, we'll do some quick Berlanti news. It uh, looks like Jeff Johns is teasing a new DC show. Yeah, I I saw something about this, too. What is... Uh, a lot of people were thinking that it was going to be a, a new Friday show to coincide with... Uh, but the thing is, is so they could have a, a whole week right, thing. Right, the entire week. But yeah. then they moved Legends to After Flash because mm-hmm. they made room for Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it, there's no firm name about what it is yet, so... Right. We just don't know, but it looks like there'll be an announcement coming soon about what it actually is. Well, I'm in. Um, we have a new season three trailer for Flash. Flash is good. And uh, another Justice League member, Gypsy, is going to join the show. Ooh, nifty. Yes. 
a uh, couple of Supergirl things. First of all, we have a Supergirl Lives trailer, which is the episode that's going to be the first one up in, in two weeks. Right. And that's the one that Kevin Smith is directing. We still got to catch up. Oh, and uh, Melissa Benoist uh, filed for divorce yeah, from her husband. I saw that. That's sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder, I mean, you know, we don't have to, you know, try to figure it out or anything. But it, I, for me, it makes more sense that it's probably like a... Uh, busyness thing yeah i don't think it's uh yeah yeah like uh i am supergirl now yeah no they doing all these things yeah in in their announcement they basically said they're still really good friends it's just yeah they're busy all the time yeah that sucks um this has been updated a little bit affleck is you saw this though right yeah okay um there was some news that said that affleck may drop the director role because the script isn't coming together right and there was a short list of people that would be considered and that's been covered uh over the last week by various people saying like you know, even Hollywood Babylon talked about it, saying, yeah. you know, he isn't going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not going to do it if the script's not right, because why would he? Exactly. You know? But um, and some of the people that were considered were David Slade, Ridley Scott, Christopher McQuarrie and uh, Denis Villeneuve. Mm. And lastly, David Fincher. Um, <laughs> but then it just came out uh, re- uh, today or yesterday um, that he was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. Yes. And the story broke today. Apparently, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Yeah, he's definitely going to direct it, and I'm I'm good with that. I think that he's going to make a big stinky deal about the script. Well, he's co-writing it. Yeah, which- but but I mean, he's going to make sure that it's what he wants to direct before exactly. they start announcing when it's coming out. Yeah, I don't and think all he wants to. Be, I I think he kind of did this because he doesn't want to be pressured into a release date. Right, and. Why should he be pressured? Like, exactly. we have Justice League, we have Wonder Woman, we have all these things coming out. In the meantime, you know, you deal with your script, shoot it when you want to, make it right, and and give us a Batman movie that um that we all want to see, man. Exactly. You know, I, I mean, I like Batfleck. I I think he's I think he's legit. And oh, I do too. And 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 I'm in. So uh, once they figure it out, I think it's gonna be great. So. Yeah, I mean, I I'm really looking forward to seeing him in Justice League. I liked him in the uh, the extra scene in Suicide Squad. Yeah, for sure. And. Yeah, a couple scenes in Suicide Squad. Uh, we have a little bit of Gotham City Sirens news. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Uh, David Ayer, who directed uh, Suicide Squad, is uh, signed on to direct. So he'll be teaming back up with Margot Robbie. And there's 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 some contention out there. Uh, I guess the DC haters and the people who are like still not impressed with what's going on right now are having a hard time with this. But I think it's gonna, I think this is going to be another kind of suicide squatty kind of movie. It's going to be a little more fun. It's going to be, you know, female protagonists running out there doing some stuff. Yeah. I think this is going to be very much in the vein of Ant-Man or guardians and not, Oh, certainly not like a uh, Civil War yeah, or a, no. uh, whatever, you know. No. I don't think Civil War was the right comparison, but you get them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but production is going to start uh, this summer. Cool. Um, and Justice League, they've officially added Lex Luthor, which there have been rumors that Eisenberg was going to be coming back to be Lex Luthor <laughs> in Justice League. We all knew that was uh, But also Connie Nielsen's Queen Hippolyta from uh, one, the upcoming from Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman yep. is going to be in there. Awesome. Cool. Uh, there's a new trailer for Powerless. Have you seen this yet? I haven't seen it yet. And it's coming out soon, right? There yeah, was... it's coming out in just a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, it looks really funny. Yeah, there was a um, – maybe I'll send this to the wife too or watching it. But it was funny because um, – we had talked a little bit of smack about this a little bit. Yeah, you know, you because there was that uh, that uh, um, damage control, which was going to be the right. Yeah, the the Marvel version, which didn't get off the ground. So like, well, maybe the concept doesn't work. But Powerless looks funny. Yeah, and it's got and- Ron Funches on it, who's hilarious. Yeah, I like him. 
Reynolds. Powerless. Premieres February 2nd after Superstore on NBC. Well, not only Ron Funches, but Alan Tudyk's in it, too. Was he in that trailer? Yeah, he was in the elevator. Was he really? Yeah, he could because uh, the whole premise of Vanessa Hudgens is taking over as uh, head of R&D for Wayne Security, which is, of course, right. a subsidiary of Wayne Enterprises. But um, Alan Tudyk is, I think, her boss. Okay. Yeah, no, um, I am excited about this movie. I'm sending this show to my wife to see, you know, if I start it now, she might want to actually watch the damn thing. Yeah, well, what I love is it's a uh, it's a half-hour comedy. Right. I'm in. Sounds good. All right, dude. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, that's it for uh, for uh, DC. Okay. Uh, we've got just one thing, or a couple things for Disney. Uh, one last uh, rip. Um, Tyrus Wong uh, just passed away. He's an official Disney legend. He's 106. Stop it. And he was the animator for Bambi. Stop. No way. Yes. Bambi? Bambi. Like 19, what? 1939. Thir- no, Pinocchio was 39. Bambi was 40. 40 something. Yeah, okay. Oh, 50. Why did I think 50? Because, yeah, because. Uh, yeah, Bambi uh, was 19. Yeah, Snow White was 37. Yep, okay. Pinocchio was 39. Yep. Bambi was 40. And Dumbo was 41. Crazy. Yeah, so. so uh, yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, he only worked for <laughs> Disney for like three years, but he drew Bambi. He's amazing. And 106? 106. That's insane. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which is what's taking over for Tower of Terror. So they've closed the ride now. They have. It's actually been under construction. There's right. a couple of pictures, and you can see it's uh, covered by. Uh, by uh, yeah, it was just. I just saw my. Um, just saw my. You know, just saw my family last weekend, and we were talking about it, and they were like kind of bummed. They're like, Tower of Terror is closing. I said, It's not closing. It's I closed. Said, They're changing the theming. Yeah. And it is closed currently, but it's going to open. They're like, Oh, that's fine. I was like, they didn't care about what it was. It was just like they liked the right. The right. Itself, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, speaking of which, and actually, I didn't put this in here, but it, just a, a quick Marvel news, not not uh, Disney. Um, there's a new cartoon series out, and it's mm-hmm. Funko Marvel. Oh, I heard about that. Check it out because they're they're each like ninety ninety second episodes. They're okay. really funny, but one of them is uh, Rocket trying to steal Baby Groot back out of the collector's collection. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Another one is Spider-Man and Iron Man battling Loki. Oh, nice. Um, so we got Beauty and the Beast stuff. Yeah, uh, they released a video of Emma Watson singing for the first time, and she actually does a pretty damn good job. Yeah, yep. Uh, we've got a couple of new clips, and I'll let you take this one. Um, okay, so here's here's the thing. I put this in here only because... Well, no, I didn't. You, I did. You left it. I almost added it, but I didn't because I was like, we never talk about this. But my fam, my family, my girls and I watch Girl Meets World. I was a big Boy Meets World fan back in the day. I I love what they're doing with Girl Meets World. The lessons are there. The humor is there. I think the acting is on point and the story, the writing is good. People talk smack about it, but honestly, I think it's a really good show. Um, they're saying as of right now that it's canceled, sort of. Yeah, well, the season the season three finale is coming up. What next week or something? Yeah, but the problem is, is that the writers um, had another article I didn't put in here. I'd have to find it, but um, somebody came out and said, "Well, they haven't officially canceled it yet. They just haven't ordered any more scripts. They haven't said, hey, it's time for more.' Um, but they haven't count. I really hope they reconsider. I hope that people kind of come out and talk about it. But for me, um, it's something that I can sit and watch with my girls. They absolutely love it. Um, and for me, it's a bit of nostalgia, but at the same time, um, it's the same show, which yeah. is, which is really nice. Um, so I'm hoping they don't cancel it, but 
it, it's 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 on the chopping block, sadly. Yeah, so unfortunately, it, it is what it is. Um, we do have a new video that shows behind the scenes on the creation of Pandora, mm. uh, which is the the new Avatar world that's going to be Disney World. So if you that's, if that's you're interested in that, check it out. Crazy. Um, and also, uh, last thing for Disney is uh, Cars Three uh, released uh, three character teasers. They're like 15 seconds each, but they introduced the three main characters: Lightning McQueen. Um, I can't remember the the main character that Army Hammer is playing. Okay, and then uh, the the female character. Cool. Uh, I'm moderately excited for Cars Three. Yeah, I mean, it seems a little late. It does, but hopefully, it's better than Cars Two. <laughs> Cars Two was a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> To, to put it bluntly, and I like all, I like most movies. And that movie, I was sitting there in the theater like, what? Yeah, it just didn't have much of a yeah. story. Anyway. All right. So, Fox time. Deadpool. Um, yeah, a couple of Deadpool things. There's a rumor coming out that, uh, Ryan Reynolds was, uh, gonna be making an appearance in Logan. Yeah. Not happening. No, that's not gonna happen. Um, but he did come out and say he would love to do a Deadpool Wolverine movie. Yeah. And I think they're gonna get there eventually. Um, uh, there was some stuff too with, uh, Tim Miller leaving, mm-hmm. um, that I didn't put in here. That's about a three weeks old story. Um, but he basically came out and says, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Um, he does, he, he, it didn't go down exactly like that, but they didn't, they didn't get too specific. Right. But we've been talking about this so long. It's like, yeah, stuff happens. It just, yeah. It, 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 he's not on the, he's, he wishes them the best of luck. He's just not on the project anymore. Yeah. I mean, you, so. you have to remember that the, the original Star Wars trilogy weren't directed by the same people any time. Yeah, agreed. So here we are. Um, New Mutants, which is the, the M development project for, for Fox for, uh, an extension of the X universe. Um, it's pitched as a trilogy by the director, which is cool because they're really hoping to delve into Demon Bear, which is a very okay. important story in the New Mutants uh, universe. Cool, man. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, uh, some Marvel news. Uh, Avengers Infinity War production is going to start officially on the 23rd of this month. So Infinity War, I actually thought was coming sooner than it is. It's not coming till 2018 then. Right. Okay. All right. I, I, I forgot the timeline. So cool. Yeah. That makes sense. They're starting next week, two weeks from now. Yeah, two weeks from now. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Slingshot series. Yeah, they have a, a web series that's released online and it's uh, centered around Slingshot. Sweet. Uh, Captain Marvel? Yeah, the script treatment is almost there. done. Um, so the script's almost done, which means they're going to be hiring directors soon. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so Captain Marvel, we have Wonder Woman coming out this year, right? Yeah, in what, February, March? Yeah, a couple months. Um, do you think that this is uh, – this is a random question, but do you think that, it, that Marvel's going to be too late with the standalone woman – superhero movie or are they waiting they they're taking their sweet time they could have done black widow they could have done captain marvel earlier they could have done you know what i'm saying yeah i i think if they if this this is going to kind of sound counterintuitive if black widow was the first one they were doing it would definitely be late but the fact that they're pushing black widow and putting in captain marvel first then it's then i think it's all right okay all right i'm with you um Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight is a really cool character uh, in the Marvel Universe. Uh, actually, he's a playable character in uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest. Yeah, I have him. Um, but it uh, looks like there's going to be a possible movie or, or possibly a Netflix series because cool. he does uh, engage with the Defenders uh, sometimes. Awesome. I love that Defender stuff, man. I yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a vigilante uh, and also very much like Bruce Wayne. He's got money. Totally. Um, so Black Panther, even though I spelled it wrong, Black Panther. Um Sterling K. Brown is added to the cast. There's a lot of people in this movie. 
<laughs> a ton of people. A ton of people. And uh, this article actually points out some of the other ones, too. But um, I have a link in the show notes for that. I'm not sure who Sterling K. Brown is, do you? Uh, not right of hand. I'm waiting for this to load, but my internet's taking forever. Um, but I, what's the release date for Black Panther? Uh, later this year. Is it this year? I think so. So wait, what? Some one of my students asked me what Marvel movies are coming out this year. We have one second. We have um, Homecoming's not till next year. No, Homecoming's is soon, like April. Oh, I read that as twenty. Yeah. So we have Homecoming. We have Guardians of the Galaxy two. Here I'm bringing it up. Okay, next we have Guardians of the Galaxy two, which is May fifth. May. Spider Man is July seventh. Okay. There's something in November. There's another one in November. Yeah, Thor is coming out in November. Thor. Okay. So I think that's it for Marvel. Uh, yeah, one second here. Because Black Panther, I don't think, is coming out until... Okay, here we go. Guardians is May 5th, Spider-Man July 7th, Thor uh, November 3rd. Then Black Panther is February 16th next year. Yeah. Avengers is May 4th of next year. Ant-Man and Wasp is July 6th of next year. Captain Marvel is March 8th of 2009. And then Avengers 4 is May 3rd of 2019. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, and then Spider-Man 2 is July 5th of 2019. Sweet. So going back to Sterling K. Brown. Oh, um, he played uh, Charles D- uh, Darden. Yeah. He was Christopher Darden. Christopher Darden. In The People vs. O.J. Simpson. So, yeah. That's going to be cool, man. Um, okay. So let's finish up here and get the hell out. Uh, Smodcast. Smodco. Smod. Uh, Smith is directing, um, he's actually directing last, this week, uh, an episode of the Goldbergs. Yeah. It's not going to air for a couple months. Right. But yeah, he is uh, directing an episode of the Goldbergs, which if you don't know, takes place in the eighties. Right. Um, and the episode that he's directing is the family goes to see the Batman 89 with, with, uh, uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Which is, which is, if you listen to, to Kevin Smith and his stories, that was a, a pivotal point in his oh, bat- yeah, love of him, Batman yeah, as well. Exactly. So that's a big deal. Um, outside of, uh, the dark Knight um, returns comic and stuff. Yes. Um, so we have, uh, convention news. So last thing we always end with convention stuff. Um, there was a post by, um, SDCC undercover under unofficial blog, uh, saying, Oh, we got confirmation from on peak that, uh, hotel sales are going to be April 6th. And then today, as I was making the show notes for this, I was like, I got to push on my phone. I was like, oh, wait. Oh, that's <laughs> so, not true. Turns out the, the date's wrong. Um, I, I imagine it's going to be somewhere around there. It was last year, but they, it, there's no official date yet. Yeah. Well, they still haven't done press yet. They haven't done any bad. They haven't yet. done press, press. They haven't done, um, uh, returning registration. They have not even talked about open registration. So we have a lot of stuff coming up, um, uh, to prep for, for July. Yes. So, um, and Dick's last resort, which if you follow our Instagram feed and followed us last year, Dick's last resort is where basically the impractical jokers, uh, yeah, that was their base camp last year. Yeah. And I got my cool tattoos and stuff like that. There was a little airbrushing, all, all that stuff and yeah, the airbrushing. They have that, all that stuff going on, but it is closing. Um, and from what I understand, they just upped the rent and they shut that location down. There are other Dick's Last Resorts right. apparently, but, um, I mean, that was a big location. But for me, I mean, all the years I've been going there, 
every time I walk past there, I pretty much jump in there, grab a beer because that that bar is like right there. It like, is. They have and that they, outside bar that you. And the thing grab is, a beer it's also go. a great location because it has doors on either side of the block. Exactly. So if you need to cut through, grab a beer, finish the beer on your way out, go out the backside, and go up the street. Yeah. Yep. So um, that'll be that's very sad. Um, I'm interested to see what what goes in there. So it's a big space. It is a big space. It's a big restaurant space. So we'll see what happens. Um, and then there's a big convention center remodeling going on. They're repaving the main floor. They're doing a bunch of stuff in the next couple of months. Um, I have a link in the show notes for that, but, um, and they're redoing the sales and the sales pavilion. Oh, really? um, they're replacing the fabric in there and, and stuff like that. So, um, the article details all of the stuff, but I thought it was kind of cool that, uh, every so often they, they do this stuff. Yep. So, um, all right, man. So anything else that we want to talk about? While we're back on the mic. No, I think that's it for this week. Um, I'm excited about um, some of the changes and some of the stuff we're going to do. This is our two-year mark, pretty much. I know. Ne- we're ne- getting old. <laughs> yeah. Next week's next week is next time we record is pretty much our two-year mark. Yes. Um, so it'll be episode 84, 85, somewhere in there. Um, and that works out kind of well. Um, but here we are, man. So thanks for getting back on the mic with me. And let's keep this going. Fist pump. Boom. Uh, uh, I mean... It's an audio medium, so most people didn't see that. But Not next week. <laughs> not next week, hopefully. So anyway, thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, soon to be Twitch, and YouTube as well. Um, we, I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. Um, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Find us there. Give us positive ratings. Share us when you see us. We love that. Um, if you want to give us a buck or two an episode and reek some of the benefits of that. Reap? Did I say reek? reek you said so, reek. I said reek. Uh, that's the Game of Thrones thing. Um, yeah, Star Wars. Thing. Yeah, and reap some of the benefits of being a patron. Um, a buck or two an episode will give you um, access to our blooper reels um, and any other bonus content that we put out there and um, and help support our show. So we appreciate that. So patreon.com slash usual podcast. And also we're going to do a Patreon roundtable again soon. Awesome. Probably not this month, but probably next month, February, Sounds since good. all this other stuff happened. But and another way to support the show is audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. Um, get a free book and, and audiobook. And you don't have to read. You don't have to sit down. Um, and some awesome books out there. Brandon Sanderson books are like 40 hours long. Get a book like that. Get a book. I mean, look, you want to be the guy, right? Or girl where you're talking to people at a party and they're like, you're like, I read this book the other day. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm smelling you. you, you, Look, here's the thing. People respect you if you read. Definitely. And And they won't know if you didn't actually read and you were being read too, and that's fine. Yeah, and don't forget, books are a great way to have a fun. Look, again, happy 2017. If you're not having a fun in 2017, you might as well go back to 2016. Exactly. (laughs) All right. We'll see you all next week. Peace. (laughs) Funny segue.